0: Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, losing spending power due to inflation is never a good thing. When you're on a fixed income, it can be absolutely devastating. On today's show, we'll offer seven different ways to handle inflation in your retirement. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sabell. Joining me today, as always, Eric Carney. Eric is a uh, author. He is president of Retirement Wealth. And uh, alongside him, we have Joseph Lanza, fiduciary, independent advisor, again with Retirement Wealth. Uh, Joseph, hi, how's things?
0: I'm doing great. I'm very glad to be done with this hurricane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's over, huh? We are past the point. I mean, the worst of it is over, so... Uh... Like I said, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, you know, for some people. But, you know, like I said, uh, just glad to have that in the rear, rear view window and coming to the end of a hurricane season. And hopefully we can just move on at this point.
1: Just move on. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping for. And um, so, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about, Eric, um, is... Well, the current rate of inflation, we talk about it all the time because it's important. Uh, But, uh, you know, 8.2%, a little bit lower than last month, still a far cry from the 1.3% inflation rate as recent as August of 2020. That is something that just is astonishing to me, that in that amount of time, it's gone that high.
0: It's mind-boggling. And, you know, there's a lot of world-renowned economists that we follow. Jeremy Siegel is one of them. And, you know, he's having a field day with the Fed right now. You know, he... Really thinks that they dropped the ball. Um, however, Powell thinks that he's, he's he said in the beginning, he's like, he said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get inflation down. And that's not good for the American people short term. I mean, long term, you're going to be just fine. But it is wreaking havoc with people's small businesses. It's wreaking havoc with companies. It's wreaking havoc with the stock markets, obviously. Interest rates and now it's trickling down into the housing market. So, you know, there is a huge trickle effect when you go to take care of one problem, you know, it creates other issues. And that's, that's what people have to realize, you know, uh, you know, for every action, there is a reaction and you have to realize that when you do something, the cause and effect of it is something else. And so financial planning is the same thing like you know we're constantly looking at different uh, financial scenarios if you do this what happens down the road and people are always looking for that instant financial gratification they want that oh i just did something the problem is is that sometimes when we do something now and it makes us feel good now it's a problem down the road so the nice thing is about donna crone she's a certified financial planner she does a great job at forecasting issues and inflation has always been taken care of in all of the financial plans. Our long-term financial clients, inflation is not an issue.
1: Well, and again, you know, you talked about um, the president of the Fed and uh, what he's talking about, and you know, he said just last week. Um, well, I'm going to play a clip for you. It's, it's about thirty seconds, and uh, I'll, I'll be interested to get your take. So I, I don't, um, I don't know what the odds are. I think that that. There's a very high likelihood that we'll have uh, a period of what I've mentioned is below-trend growth, by which I mean lo- much lower growth. And we're seeing that now. So the median forecast, I think, this year for-among uh, my colleagues and, and me was 0.2 percent growth. So that's, that's very slow growth. And, and then below-trend next year. I think the median was 1.2, also well below. So that's a slower-that's uh, a, that's a very slow level of growth, and it could give rise to
0: increases in unemployment.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, again, that's what, when you talk about taking the Fed to task, that, I mean, the, he he's opened it up there.
0: Right. So you pound your chest. Hey, look what I did. I lowered inflation. Look what I did. I got inflation from 8% down to, let's say, 3%. But more people are not working. You have lower growth. You have, um, you're more apt to a recession. And that slow growth is not good. It's just like a hurricane. When a hurricane comes through, What do we do? We actually pay attention to its speed. How fast is this thing going to be over? It's no different with a recession. And I really hate to say this, but the government is running out of tools in its toolbox to bump this economy up again. I mean, you know, we spent and spent and spent all through COVID. COVID cost us a fortune. Now we've got the Russia-Ukraine issue going on. Now we have a slower economy and you want to kill the economy by raising interest rates. So like I said, there's a lot of things that are going on here. And and to be honest with you, the stock market's been all over the place. I mean, that's been a total train wreck this year. And I'll tell you, I'm very grateful that we've been so equity driven our prior years, because that has propped up a lot of the portfolios. But people that were Uh, introduced and stayed in fixed income, that has wreaked absolute havoc all throughout their portfolios. And when you when it comes to inflation, that's a whole nother thing. And there's a lot of people out there who don't understand whatever got you in the hole is not necessarily going to get you out of the hole. And if you're in fixed income right now, that fixed income does not have the alpha does not have the horsepower to bounce back in an upward market. So you've got to go through and you've got to reallocate. You've got to perform a portfolio recovery strategy. You have to have a way out of this. And unfortunately, there's a lot of financial advisors out there who do not know how to manage money. They're relying on a third party money manager and they don't know how to get out of this mess. And so this is where people are calling us up and saying, look, Eric, I I need a different opinion. I need to get out of this hole.
1: And you were talking about a portfolio recovery plan, and not that the portfolios are, you know, beyond repair, but I mean, again, it's good to be able to jump in there and you're able to to essentially guide us through this uh, sort of rough patch.
0: There's a portfolio recovery strategy. And in this strategy, basically what we're doing is, is we're taking a look at the strengths and the weaknesses of the portfolio. We're taking a look at your risk, your volatility, actually your sharp ratio, which is your rate of return adjusted with risk. So what people really want is to lower your risk, lower your volatility while hopefully increasing your rate of return over time and you have to make sure that the allocation is up to date according to what's going on in the economy what's going on with interest rates what's going on with inflation and there's a lot of people who just don't understand and i think joey later in the show will talk about a 60 40 portfolio why that is not working for a lot of people and now they're starting to understand why
1: 800-779-1942. That's the number you can call, folks, if you'd like to sit down with Eric and the team and really begin to sort of sort through your portfolio and where it is, maybe where it isn't right now. And again, so as we look at this, you know, you talked about um, seven ways to handle inflation in retirement. It's a, that's, a, that's a tough road to go down because most of us have not dealt with this kind of inflation, especially as we get near retirement. I mean, we haven't seen this in, in a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, this inflation this year is, I mean, outrageous, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just through the roof. So, you know, and and what people are looking at is their spending patterns again. You know, they're saying, okay, how much am I actually spending? How and where does inflation actually affect me? And, you know, the thing is, is in the financial plan, we're running it. Uh, We're running inflation at four and a half percent. I'm actually going to suggest that we increase that um, because medical inflation is just through the roof right now. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things where you have to take a look at how is inflation actually affecting me personally and how can we defend that? How can we combat that? And there's a lot of people that say, look, you know, the the world economy and and this is going on. Who cares? I want you to think about your personal economy. How do we get through your own little world? And if you can take care of you, that's the best you can do. And so that's what we're doing for each individual client. Are you okay? Are you still taking out income? Can you still outpace inflation? Because this year, no matter what happens in this year, should not affect your retirement. And there's people that actually think that this is going to affect it. They're basing their success of their retirement based on a financial number. No, it's actually based on your buying power. If you've been outpacing inflation for a long time, you have strong buying power. Inflation's not an issue for you. But there's a lot of people who are not prepared for this. This is where you have to take financial planning seriously. And again, we talked last week about, do you care more about your money or do you care more about your lifestyle? If you care more about your lifestyle, you're going to lose every single day. So the thing is, is that you've got to start concentrating on your personal economy.
1: And how do we do that? I mean, we dig in, we've got to do a pretty deep dive into our, our budget. Uh, I know that's sort of a bad word, but but that's the facts, isn't it? I mean, we've got to go in and see what can we do? How do we change things? How do we modify this?
2: Yeah, I mean, the first thing that we do when we're building a financial plan is actually looking at what how much your lifestyle is costing you. And this can be a new thing for a lot of people because they've never really sat down and gone through this before. Um, but what we like to do is almost like a case study where we let people give us their estimates of what they think that they're spending. And as our ongoing relationship builds with them, we can look back on that and see how accurate it is for what's actually going on. And, and I, Yeah, go, go ahead. And a lot of times people have expenses that they don't think of factoring in, and Donna, being a certified financial planner, already has those built in. And so, you know, people own a home, they don't think about all the little home maintenance that has to happen to that, right? Here in Florida, this just past week with the hurricane, a lot of people were thinking about, do I need to get my roof patched? Do I have to get a new generator? all these little things. And those are very important expensive and expenses. And a lot of times those can be, those can be large expenses. Um, and when we're not factoring those into the plan, they can really eat away at our retirement assets.
1: Sure. And, and as we look at this, um, <clears throat> the, uh, we talk about expenses that we have. And, and maybe you're thinking, you know, as you get close to retirement, the whole goal here is going to redo my kitchen and I'm going to lay down this kind of money. Maybe we need to rethink that. Yeah, I mean, if you're sitting on a large amount of cash outside of your investment
2: accounts, now could be a good time to use that cash to pay for your month-to-month expenses even. Or like we talked about last week where you have different buckets of assets and you can turn on income from different ones like we do for many of our clients. Now is a good time that we're going through and, and changing those ways that we're creating income instead of pulling from our assets while the market is low. Or like you said, you know, pulling large amounts out while the market is low in order to go on that long vacation or do that kitchen remodel. For a lot of people, it's more beneficial for them to start pulling their income from somewhere else. We allow the market to recover, and then we can, of course, accomplish those goals later on.
1: Oh, I like the sound of that, Joseph. And uh, so on that note, we are up against the clock already in this segment. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've
2: never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're gonna take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review, that is valued at over $1,000. We'll be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation.
1: Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, take advantage of this one. 800-779-1942 is how you get started. Chance for you to get that practical financial review that Joseph just described. You'll get all of that, plus all the extras that go along with it. And you walk out the door with a roadmap that can really help get you to where you need to be in retirement. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on
0: WealthWorks Radio, stay tuned we're going to keep talking about that nasty thing called inflation.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here. We're talking about fiduciary, independent advisors. Um, Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth. You're an author and uh, so much more. Joseph is, uh, well, you're just a guy that has really risen through the ranks. You're a You're a rising star, right?
2: I appreciate that, Steve. (laughs) In my own mind, I am. I don't know about how how much a reality there is to that. But, yeah, I mean, I've just been working with Eric and the team here for a long time now. I've gotten to see... A lot of different aspects of this business. I've gotten to grow with the business and the clients that are a part of it. And it really makes it worth coming in every day.
1: You keep growing a family, don't you? I mean, you are I mean, I know you're a single guy, but you've got big family going out there, right? With all <laughs> of your clients?
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. My, my clients are my family and work family here as well. So sure. just keeps growing and growing. I couldn't be happier.
1: Well, I, so we're talking about, you know, dealing with inflation and being able to you know, survive this inflation time, this stock time. That, I mean, all of the craziness that's going on, be able to survive that into retirement. And and so we talked about spending patterns. We talked a bit about budget analysis, uh, pushing back on expenses. And then, you know, Joseph, you said this just before we took the break. You talked about drawing on cash. If you got a lot of cash, maybe now's the time to, to think about using that in a different way.
2: Yeah, a lot of people have a good amount of cash that's over there, even emergency amount, right? So a lot of people may have 6 to 12 months of emergency funds that they can use for their expenses or more than that. If you're currently sitting on that cash and you're relying on your investment accounts to pull income from, why not for the next couple months while the market is low, you can switch over, pull from your cash, use that for your fixed expenses. That way, in case you're having to sell off any stock investments or any type of investments right now when the market is low, you can stop doing that let those go through a recovery period. Switch over to pulling from your cash, and that way, you know if, if you ever heard of the term sequence of returns. This is what it's all about. Sequence of returns is about choosing which investment accounts to pull from. And when the markets are generally down, we know it's not the best time to start pulling from those accounts. Um, so sequence of returns plays a big role in your end amount of how much you're going to actually have in that account. It can can play a huge effect of your actual rate of return, depending on when you're pulling from these accounts. Um, But the the biggest point being is that you're going to have expenses either way, right? So we have to Mm -hmm. make sure that you have the money there. It's where we're pulling it from and the timing of that that can make a huge difference.
1: But you talk about sequence of returns, Joseph, and that really never has it become clearer what that is and how that can impact us than right now, in my opinion. Right. Well,
2: when you had three years of a massive bull market, I think people were just like, yeah, I just get it from my IRA. I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm making all this money in in my account. And now we have this first year where, you know, now we're going into October and we're seeing where the market is still down a good amount of red. And people are starting to get panicky and starting to get a little worried, especially people without a financial plan. And they're starting to feel panicked. And when you have these different buckets of assets already built up for you and you have a financial plan in place, there is no need to worry. When the new inflation numbers come out, there's no need for our clients to worry about what those are at because we're already planning for inflation. When the Fed announces they're raising interest rates again, there's no need to worry when you have a financial plan in place that is showing a high probability of success for you. So we want to implement all these strategies for our clients. That way, whenever it comes out in the news, whatever the market throws at us, we're always going to be able to adjust to that or already have planned for that in order to make sure our clients are still successful.
1: I like that, Joseph, and that, you know, you're talking about being able to adjust and having all of that in place and your clients at this point don't have to worry. You're getting calls from people who maybe uh, need some help that aren't your clients, right? I mean, that's that's the traffic you're getting right now.
2: Right. And the the sad part is, is a lot of people who are working with advisors that have no financial plan or no communication with their current advisor. And what we see a lot of times is a lot of advisors are being reactive instead of proactive in the accounts. So we see where the bond market is having the worst year ever, right? In history of bonds. it's having the worst year ever for bonds. And people are like, well, my, my advisor just switched my portfolio over last month. And it's like, well, it's a little late for that, right? right? We're 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 down so much right now, and now you're now you're switching the portfolio around, so they're being reactive and trying to make up on lost grounds where they should have had strategies and a plan in place. Communicating this with the client, they know what's going on, and we're seeing
0: a lot of that not happening. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of people that are frustrated with their current financial situation this year. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, when when you see somebody come in and they're just like, you know, I've had it and for Quite frankly, and I've said this before, I don't know who is more frustrated with the financial industry, me or a lot of investors out there, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on out there. There's mismanagement. Nobody's paid attention to interest rates. Let me tell you something about this past hurricane. We've known about this hurricane before it even hit. How long, Joey? A week before? At least. Okay, so we knew a week before. They text, they call, they email, we go on the news. We knew all about the hurricane. We knew where it was going, what it was like, and everything. So that's how we get through different issues, right? We have warning. We're able to be uh, reactive to that situation. We can react. And we can also prepare for that. So what that means is... Four years ago, at least four years ago, we knew that interest rates were going to wreak havoc in the markets one day. You knew that was going to happen. Then why would you place your your clients in bond funds and in interest rate sensitive investments? That doesn't make sense to me. And so now all of a sudden, everyone is safely losing money. And there's actually um, prospective clients that actually tell me, I don't want to sell a bond fund at a loss. And that's how disconnected people are from their money. And I'm like, okay, well, have a nice day. On to the next person because I'm busy. I have new people calling me all the time. I'm slammed. If I can't change their view of thinking and they're like, well, I have to wait till this comes back to even before selling it. Okay. You're not listening to what I'm telling you. It may not happen. What what got you in the hole may not get you out of the hole. And if you can't see selling at a loss to buy something that's better, then that's on you. And what I want everybody to realize out there is that your portfolio is not much different than your body. If you have something inside your body body that is not making you feel very well, you want to get better, you want to heal that part of your body. And it's no different with your portfolio. If you have something toxic in that portfolio, you wanna get rid of that holding that is bringing down the rest of your portfolio. Get rid of it. It's actually liberating. But a lot of people don't understand that.
1: Right. Well, but that's the, That's the beauty of working with you and, and you know, being that voice of calm, that voice of reason, that you can walk us through this process and, and you know, look at our portfolio and say, okay, these are the things that need to happen despite inflation
0: or in spite of inflation. And sometimes it's a voice of frustration, to be honest with you. Because, I can tell. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm not... I, I'm not always trying to be right, and, and, and I don't want to come off as, you know, Eric, you're always right. I'm trying to be pragmatic. I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to take difficult situations, ever-changing data, um, data that's fed to us 24-7, and trying to interpret the data that is best suited for that client. And you know, people are like, well, I have a gut feeling. I don't go by gut feelings. I go by data. I go by all of this information that is being fed to me. I pay for all this information. And so I can't go by data. Data leads us down a wrong path. And so it's frustrating because I want to try to put people in a better position, but yet a lot of times they are their own worst financial enemy. And so a lot of times, you know, history never repeats itself. But man usually always does, and that's the problem that we're having. So uh, again, a lot of times when people come in, you have to have an open mind. If you want to come in here and get a second opinion, have an open mind of how to get into a better position.
1: So, with everything going on right now, and especially the real estate market seems to be uh, having a bit of a uh, trouble itself right now. In, in that, uh, in fact, I was just reading there's places in Florida where the home prices are dropping, you know, more than they have. And um, so, what about relocation? Is that something that that we should rethink, perhaps?
0: Well, when it comes to the housing market, I mean, that was so inflated, ridiculously, anyways. I mean, so if they come down five or ten percent they're probably marked up 20 or 25 percent to begin with right so i mean that was kind of ridiculous anyways i mean you've got austin that was the number one area arizona las vegas southwest florida i mean it's ridiculous what you're paying for a home so when people say oh it's dropped down 10 percent," big deal it should actually be dropping probably 20 or 30 (laughs) percent
1: yes and that yeah exactly right and uh, but you know as we as you look at this i mean what are people asking you what's the big question when they come in and and want to ask you something. What's their, what's the main one? I
2: mean, where are we going, right? Like where's the market headed? Sure. I think, am I okay? That's a huge, you know, I don't know. Am I okay? A lot of people don't know where they're at and you know, they've been, maybe they've been working with an advisor for, let's say they've been working with an advisor for five years besides March of 2020, which we had a sharp recovery. They've never had to go through a down period before. Mm -hmm. And now that they're in a down period, it's kind of like the curtains getting revealed on their advisor and they're like, Oh, I have an uneasy feeling right now. And I don't
0: know if I am okay or not and I don't have a financial plan in place. And look, let, let's be honest, we have been spoiled by a 12 year strong bull market run. So hopefully when the sun was shining, you were making hay, but if you were hanging out in bond funds, too bad for you, right? I mean, that, that's how it is. And that's where you really have to hold your, your advisor accountable because now you have to say, what the hell were you thinking? You know, and this is where people are getting frustrated. It's like, look, now I understand a relevant portfolio. Now I understand a relevant allocation. It's not always pretty out there. Believe me. I mean, I thought when we bought Amazon at $119 three weeks ago, I was like, that was a steal. You know, now you can pick it up for 114 bucks. I, can't, I, I still can't believe that. I was buying Microsoft at $256 for my own personal account. Then you could purchase it for $245. I mean, I get it. But, you know, Microsoft isn't going anywhere. No. Nope. You know, you think they're going to be around another 10 years? I'm pretty sure they're going to be.
1: Pretty sure. On that note, let's go ahead and take a quick break and invite folks to call in and process. Whether you currently have an advisor
2: or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning, by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation.
1: Fantastic. Joseph, uh, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Take advantage of what Joseph was just talking about, that true practical financial review. If you're feeling a little uneasy, this is the time to call 800-779-1942. Do it today while you're thinking about it. 800-779-1942. Walk out the door with a roadmap that can guide you, that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes time for you to retire. 800-779-1942.
0: 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, many people strive to keep their current lifestyle in retirement. On today's show, we'll outline six steps to help make that happen for you.
1: we're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Soto. Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth, Joseph Lanza, fiduciary, independent, and uh, we've been having a really a lively conversation uh, today, as usual, and I I like where we're headed. We're talking about um, steps to, uh, you know, keep your lifestyle, and and Eric, that's something that, that we talk about I think every week and the importance of maintaining that lifestyle and that doesn't happen by accident. We've got to, we've got to make, we've got to put that plan in place and that all starts with figuring out, okay, when do you want to retire?
0: Right. And you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, we talk about everyone's lifestyle and there's a lot of people who have become accustomed to a certain lifestyle and they don't want to lose that. You know, I mean, they've worked very hard, they've sacrificed, they've saved money. And they've gotten to a spot where they just didn't expect. And, you know, I met with a client last week and we just started working with them. got about two and a half million dollars. And, you know, she is terrified because she's like, I grew up with not a lot of money. I never expected to have this much money. And honestly, Eric, it's overwhelming to me. And I'm like, that's okay," You know, and she's like, I just don't want to lose it. You know, so at the same time, I, know, I understand that you don't want to lose it, but you also have to pay your taxes. You have to outpace inflation. Then you've got required minimum distributions. And when we showed them how much their required minimum distributions are going to be, if they don't do Roth conversions, you know, it was even more mind blowing. So they're starting to embrace all the things that go along with having money. And I said, look, it's not a problem having a lot of money, but it gets to be a financial burden if you're not managing that or monitoring that or maintain maintaining that. And so she's starting to realize, okay, I have money, but I don't really have a plan. And so the thing is, there's a financial plan, there's a tax plan, there's an income plan, there's a wealth management plan. There's a lot of plans within the plans. And she's starting to see where we have to start forecasting everything. And so the bottom line is she's like, okay, so it really comes down to I can enjoy my lifestyle and not have my money be a financial burden or stress to me. And I'm like, that's what we're trying to attempt. And so they start to embrace that more and more and more. And so the thing is, is that if we focus on your money, you're focusing on your lifestyle and you should be okay, but you've got to plan. I mean, I'm telling you, you know, we're going to do a whole show on taxes Taxes are going to be a huge burden for an awful lot of people coming down the road. That's what we have to be prepared for.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things, and Eric, from the very first, probably the first show that we ever did together, you talked about multiple sources, multiple streams of income and how important that is. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that you guys really shine is helping us create those income streams.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is the craziest thing. Like, I mean, imagine if you have, you know, one stream of income that isn't that strong, that's okay. Turn it off and turn on another one that you haven't disturbed. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of like, uh, Joey has a great analogy with an elevator. If you're going to ride up in an elevator, you have, you have one that has one cable and then you have another elevator that has four cables, which one would you rather take? Obviously the one with four cables. So, you know, the the bottom line is that people want different streams of income that they can turn on and turn off all throughout their retirement. And a lot of people don't have these options. We see people buying one single annuity, they're like, okay, this is going to solve all my problems. No, it's not because if you have to go turn on that annuity, you're turning on one annuity. Why didn't you create a strategy or a ladder of annuities that do different things for different purposes? And when people hear that, they're like, geez, I never thought about that. That's because you were talking to an annuity salesperson instead of like a certified financial planner. Like I understand where people don't wanna have market exposure, but you still have to have a strategy. And literally there's a guy like, you know, that I met and he's like, yeah, I just put $2 million in an annuity. I'm like, well, that was stupid. And he just like looked at me and I'm, and then he's like, why do you say that? And I'm like, well, here you go. And I gave him five reasons. He goes, can I get out of it? I'm like, I have no idea. So he's actually coming in to see me next week. But I mean, and, and again, that's where I'm frustrated with people. Like that was really stupid. You put $2 million into one thing. And he's like, yeah, now that I think about it, that was pretty dumb. So like I said, it's, it's, it's that instant gratification that he was looking for and he goes to do it. And then he realizes this is not a good idea. How about a financial mind map? Let's focus and, and give you a financial forward view of your money if you do this. I mean, this is what we do for all of our clients. We want them to see the projected path of their money. It makes sense. I don't know how it doesn't make sense not doing that. So this is what we have to do. People want to understand why we're suggesting something.
1: I love what you just said, projected path of our money. I mean that. Uh, how does it get any more uh, simple than that, as far as an explanation?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is that a lot of us are visual, and money. I mean, financial planning is intangible, right? I mean, it's it's just you know, you're not buying a house, you're not buying a boat. It's intangible, so you literally have to show people. Look, this is what we're striving for, and when they see their own lifestyle on paper or on the screen or however we do it for them, it's like, okay, that makes sense to me. But there's a lot of people, again, who are just trying to make bad decisions. They're like, I wanted to do something with that money and I did something. Now it's not so good, (laughs) right? You know, and and like, I don't wanna be the bearer of bad news, but that was not a good decision for you and here is why. And so again, and the other thing is quite frankly, and maybe we could talk about this on another show, but if you don't have a statement of financial purpose after you go into an investment tool or a product, that's a problem. Because a statement of financial purpose explains in clear English why you just signed 15 pages of small print contract, right? Mm-hmm. This The statement of financial purpose is, here's you. Here's your problems. This is what you want. This is what you don't want. This is why we're suggesting this. And and it literally goes through and says, we think that this is going to do this, this, and this. This is how this is going to benefit you. Here's the pros. Here's the cons. All in plain English. And they're like, Gosh. That makes sense. And then they sign it, we sign it, and everybody goes on their way. And everybody's on the same page of why we're doing something. Because when, when a prospective client comes in, they're like, um, I have this product. I don't know what it's like. I'm like, well, how much did you put in it? I'm not sure. When did you go into it? I don't know. What are the pros? I don't know. What are the cons? I don't know. What's your income schedule out of this? I'm not really sure. That's not a good place to be. Sounds like a lot of unanswered questions. But Steve, that's what we're seeing. I mean, especially this year out of all these other years, that's what we're seeing. And people are like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, don't be embarrassed. You made the phone call to come in here, right? You picked up the phone and said, hey, Eric, I think I am in a financial no man's land. I do need help. And that's the those are the people that I want to help. Yeah, those those are the people that I want to help that said, look, I think I made a mistake. I'm not in a good place. I want to be in a better place. We want to be able to put those people in a better place. But it's hard to pick up the phone.
1: Sure, it is. 800-779-1942. If you feel like it right now, folks, we'd love to hear from you. The statement of financial purpose. Let's talk about that for a second, because that's something that I mean, I've never heard it put quite that way.
0: So I'm going to let Joey go over it because he designs a lot of these things. So,
1: all Um, right, great.
2: Whenever we're proposing something for somebody that is maybe like an investment tool, like Eric had mentioned, a lot of times what they're signing can be very confusing if it's a contract law. This is with anything, right? Anytime it comes to investments, a lot of things that when we're we're trying to project out income, when we're trying to put them in some type of tool or product that can help them down the line, a lot of these rules around them can be a little bit confusing. And that statement of financial purpose is really what just lays out, okay, here's where you're at right now here's what we're looking that you're going to need in the future. And here's how this will actually help you. And it makes sure that we're on the same page with our client as well, because we want to make sure that they're understanding where they're going. We're understanding where they're going. We're on the same page, moving forward. That way there's no confusion down the road where a lot of times we see people come in and they're like, Hey, I was sold this 10 years ago. And now here's the income I'm getting, but I have X, Y, and Z as my problem. And that's a big issue. We don't want that issue for our
0: clients. Right. Plain right. and simple. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Right. Why am I doing this? And if we're all on the same page, there's never any arguments. You know, Autumn, when, when she worked for me a long time ago, she's like, you know, six months in, she's like, wow, like nobody comes in here angry. And I was like, why would they? Right. But and and what it is is that we're all on the same page. We're all trying to create this. We all have the same goals, right? We, we want to put that client in a better position. It's not always pretty. It's not always perfect. You're not always going to have beautiful, lovely markets, but the thing is is that we're planning for this year after year after year. So again, if everybody's on the same page, it's never an argument. It's an agreement that we're trying to move in a positive forward direction.
1: And again, those are the kinds of things that, that you you talk about every day. And I think, you know, your whole attitude has uh, really sort of uh, risen to the occasion. And I guess that's what it should
0: do. I just think that, you know, like I said, I mean, we have to be the positive one in the room. Like we have to be the confident one in the room. And uh, again, it's like we want to instill confidence in our clients because I think as we get older, you know, I'm seeing this a lot in my mother right now. It's like as she gets older, um, you know, her thoughts are not as positive. They're a little more negative. And again, we're watching all this negative news all the time, just constantly we're bombarded with bad news. And so the thing is, is that you have to look through all that smoke and really see, okay, what is the real thing here? What's the true thing that's going on? And, and you've got to find a good way out of every situation. So that's what we're looking to do financially.
1: And of course, why not? And um, we have to, we, we have to take a break here again. Jesus, wow, going so fast, quick. show fast show, but great information. So let's do that. Let's take a quick break. Come on back and continue.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next ten callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes let's map it all out your goals income needs expenses tax strategies and even transfers of generational wealth we will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation in short we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation.
1: That sounds fantastic, Joseph. Do take advantage of this offer, folks. It's a great one. It starts with a phone call, 800-779-1942. Chance to get a financial roadmap put together, sit down with the team, and really turn that complex financial world into something that really makes sense. Yes, create your own statement of financial purpose. That is something that I if you haven't done that, that is a reason to call right away. 800-779-1942. A comprehensive financial review is what you'll get. No cost, no obligation. Just simply give us a call.
0: 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up, my favorite part, and this time we even have Donna Crone. We've got questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve all Eric Carney is here. We've got Joseph Lanza with us. Joining us now, Donna Crone. Uh, Donna is uh, a certified financial planner, behavioral finance advisor as well. And uh, we've got some questions here that Donna seems uh, well-suited to answer. Hi, Donna. How are you?
3: I'm great, Steve. How are you?
1: Very, very well, thanks. So let's see if we can dig in here and um, get some questions answered for folks. Geraldine is wondering, uh, she's in Punta Gorda Isle. Uh, Geraldine says, my ex-husband worked for a company that says when he dies, his retirement account would go to me, his wife. Well, now that we're divorced, the company says I would still get the retirement check every month after his death. He wants me to deposit this check into his daughter's checking account. Is there a problem or an issue with all this? Awkward. Awkward, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Just say the a least. Bit.
3: To say the least. And uh, the short answer is yes, there is definitely an issue with this. So basically, the situation that Geraldine is describing is that she would get the benefit, she would pay taxes on it, but she doesn't get to keep any of it. She would be turning it over to his daughter. So That in and of itself does not sound good, but beyond that, her getting that additional income could also affect the percentage of her Social Security that is taxable, it could affect her marginal tax rate, and it could also affect her Medicare premiums. So she could really be putting herself in a terrible position there. What I would recommend is to have her ex contact the company and change the beneficiary on the retirement account to um his daughter and the only way he would be unable to do that is that if in the divorce agreement um there was a stipulation that the uh, retirement account or a portion of the retirement account was to go to gerald lynn if that is the case then he would be unable to change the beneficiary but she would be under no obligation to deposit that money into his daughter's account
1: Yeah, that comes down to beneficiaries, too, doesn't it? I mean, is not that the big issue in this case.
3: That's exactly what the issue is in the case. And then what in reading the question, it sounds to me like there might be uh, uh, a court order in place, uh, you know, per their divorce agreement. Which is why she is the beneficiary, but her requesting that she deposit the money into his daughter's account. I mean, that's a lot of tax implications with with no no benefit or reward. Right. It seemed a little shady to me. Uh Sherilyn, it's eight
1: hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. Uh that's the number you can call. All right, let's move on here. George is in Marco. He says my partner of twenty five years passed away three years ago. I'm the sole beneficiary beneficiary of her IRA. Uh the the IRA was established 12 years before her death. I have heard that the IRS has specific rules and time limits on distribution of a non-spouse inherited Roth IRA. Now, we were not legally married. I've not taken anything out of that Roth IRA. What are my options? What are my limitations?
3: That is a great question, George. And I will tell you this: um, It's really he's he's correct. There are definitely limitations for non-spousal beneficiaries. But there's another qualifier here, and that's the 10-year age difference. So basically what this means, George, is that if you were less than 10 years apart in age from your partner who passed away, the the, uh, distribution of the Roth IRA will be treated the same as if you were a spouse. So what this means is that, again, you're not subject to the 10-year rule, and you can take the distributions in any amount at any time, throughout your lifetime, and they will remain tax-free. There is no RMDs. However, if there was more than a 10-year age difference between the two of you, that's when the 10-year rule comes into play, and at that point, you would be subject to taking distributions. You'd have to exhaust the Roth IRA account within 10 years to avoid any taxes or penalties
0: a lot of people don't realize that i mean they just think oh you know roth ira no rmds not true not true yeah so there's a lot of i mean this is the thing i mean there's a lot of moving parts to this and i'll tell you you know, the Secure Act 2.0 and everything that's going on, there's a lot of moving parts. I mean, the, the stuff that comes across our desk and in emails and updates and classes and everything, it's overwhelming. And I mean, like I said, I mean, these are all the changes that are updated in everyone's financial plan. You got to stay ahead of this. Sure. And um, when, when we, <laughs> that's that's the struggle though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's why we're, I mean, it's an ever learning process. It never changes. Sure. I mean- I I can't believe how different it is today than it was 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. Oh, sure.
1: 800-779-1942. George, there's the call. There's the number to call. I would suggest you do that. And uh, let's see. Beatrice is in Cape Coral. Uh, She says, I'm receiving Social Security benefits. I was married 16 years, and then I divorced. My ex died, but I'm not receiving widow's benefits. What should I do? Can I receive those now?
3: Another great question. Um, so let in order to answer this effectively, we have to look at how the Social Security system works. So Beatrice, when you applied for Social Security, they're going to look at all of the benefits that you would be eligible for. And provided that you were not remarried before the age of 60, um, you would have qualified for some portion of your former spouse's Social Security benefit. So I would think that what you're receiving today, you're already receiving some of that benefit today. And the way it works is Social Security is going to look and they're going to say, "Okay, this is what your benefit is. And this is what your spousal benefit would be. And it's going to go with the higher of the two. Um, Now that your former spouse has passed away uh if you weren't already receiving, it's not so much the widow benefit, it's the spousal benefit, I think, that she might be eligible for. My uh, recommendation would be to contact Social Security and explain your situation and have them evaluate to make sure that you are receiving the maximum benefit that you are eligible for.
1: Okay. So, Donna, is that something that, that you can help us do in, in a situation like that?
3: We can. We absolutely can. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, great. Uh, So uh, there you go, uh, Beatrice. Give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. Let Donna dig in and see if she can help you out. Um, All right. Let's see. we got time for another one here. Let's go to Jeff in Naples. Jeff says, I'm 62. I was planning to work another three years. Well, and then COVID sent me packing. Uh, Fortunately, my wife and I had a solid emergency fund, and we're doing okay. My question is, how do I know if my plan that was set to go in three years... Might be good to go now. I'm realizing I don't really want to go back full time. We have a combined $200,000 in an IRA and 401k, a Roth IRA with $50,000. Is there any hope to retire now?
0: I mean, the thing is, is that you your plan was solid three years ago, but you're still wondering if that is still up. Our financial plan, and Donna can explain this really quick, but our financial plan is updated on a regular basis because within months, with market fluctuations, inflation and everything, your financial plan is out of whack. And and unless it's recorrecting itself up to new data, you know, new data figures, new numbers, new rates of return and so forth, I mean, it's gonna be outdated. I mean, you know, I I remember when Morgan Stanley used to print off everything on a dot matrix uh, printer and say, here's your financial plan. Literally a quarter later, three months later, that thing is outdated, burn it. That's all it's good for. So, I mean, Donna, what, what do you think about, you know, updating these plans?
3: Well, the first thing I would say in in reference to what Jeff is asking, you know, I don't know how solid your plan was three years ago, uh, as Eric was saying. And there's a couple of factors here that I'm not even sure were accounted for back then, but they would certainly need to be accounted for now. You know, obviously inflation, taxes. But the big one is, you know, it sounds like, Jeff, you were planning to work until you were 65. And now you're 62. You 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 know you're not working. And now we have private health care in play because you're still three years out from Medicare, and private health care uh, can definitely put a wrench uh, into the entire plan. So we would want to uh, evaluate all of that and see exactly what's going on. It's a, almost an impossible question to answer without having a lot more information uh, about their situation, how much money do they need? I mean, we, you know, uh, but my recommendation would be come in, sit down, talk with us. Uh, this is exactly what we do. This is what I do all day long. And I'll be more than happy to, uh, to go through everything with you to explain, you know, all the factors that go into, uh, the financial plan, uh, how they are updated as Eric mentioned, and to be able to determine if you truly are on the right track and okay.
1: Sure. But like you said, there's a lot of questions there that are not answered and and a lot of information that you still need to know. That's the difficult thing about doing these questions. But, I mean, I think it's important because other people have similar situations. And, uh, you know, you give us a little insight to at least uh, how to at least begin to solve a problem.
0: I think the interesting thing is when people actually email us questions for this, we get a strong pulse of what people are thinking about out there. So you know this situation with Jeff and Naples or even Geraldine and Punagorda, these are what people are thinking. I mean, these are real life situations. these are real questions, and they are real issues that will be solved uh, more than likely or at least um, uh, considered in the financial plan. So like I said there's there's a huge still a huge lack of financial planning. And I actually think someday, Donna, I'd like to talk about. Like, why people don't do planning, you know, more the investment behavior of why we don't do planning. I think that that would be very interesting.
3: That would be a very
0: interesting topic
3: all right well let's plan on that that sounds good it's right up my alley
0: all right well good likes I like to keep you busy (laughs) so so for everybody out there I'll just tell a quick story I know we're running out of time but uh, Donna is so compassionate about financial planning so I I tell the story of so often so we had to drive up to Spring Hill one time to go see a client so Donna gets in the car hands me a coffee I'm like thank you so much and starts talking about financial planning so two and a half hour car ride all the way up we talked all about financial planning saw the for about an hour and a half got back in the car and then she talked about financial planning for another two and a half hours so like by the time I got home I was pretty much over financial planning but I'll tell you Donna was not
3: see I told you Steve I do this all day long I love it
0: you do well it's it's obvious and uh, again you're a great part of the
1: team there and I think that Eric is uh, certainly proud of the, the team that he has put together
0: I'm very grateful for everyone and uh, Donna does do a great job I'm very grateful for her as well
1: Well, all right. Well, on that note, as you said, Eric, we're about out of time. So let's invite folks to call one last time today.
0: Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you feel like you're in a financial no man's land or you're looking for a second opinion, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what your currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes we're gonna map it out we're gonna run all the reports for you the fee report the Morningstar reports a tax analysis maybe a volatility analysis let's see where it takes you let's see where that plan leads you let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again without any obligation if you're interested in your very own income plan we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today.
1: Make that call while you're thinking of it, folks. 800-779-1942. Get that true practical financial review. Sit down and have that discussion. That's what we're talking about here. You're going to be able to really get a comprehensive financial review and walk out with a roadmap that can be a guide to help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942.
0: Well, Eric, Joseph, Donna, all of you, I mean, what a great show today. Lots of fun. Steve, thank you so much. Donna, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate having you on here. And everybody out there, thank you so much for the positive feedback and for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Go Dolphins. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
4: Is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors in this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any Comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.